welcome to my show. Hey, welcome to my show. Deliver the word like Papa John's Been dropping knowledge like dominoes Dominoes Aye. Welcome to my show Welcome to my show Aye. Yeah. We gon' talk about it all in song. Matter of fact, let's get random Aye. Let's get random Yeah, let's get random okay. We gon' talk about it all in song. Matter of fact, let's get random Let's get random Aye. Let's get random okay. Yeah Let's get random. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Random. Uh, I am your host, Brian Gilbert. Uh, And today we're going to be talking about a very special topic, uh, something that I think a lot of people adore right now. Uh, We are going to be talking about... This is the way. The Mandalorian. Yeah. So, obviously, The Mandalorian is a Disney Plus original. Uh, so only streaming on Disney Plus. So if you haven't downloaded Disney Plus yet, please go get it. Uh, it is fantastic. You don't just have to abide by me, but so many other people have enjoyed this uh this series so far, and we're getting ready for season two, uh, which is coming out this Friday. Yes, this Friday. So go out, download it. It's only eight ninety nine a month. That's not very expensive. And if you're a sports fan and you like TV, you can also get the bundle pack that is also Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for $12.99. Save some more money. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it, right, guys? I mean, we've waited all of this time, so we're kind of we're gonna kind of go over uh, each episode of season one, uh, a little recap of what happened in each one. And then we'll kind of uh, theoreticize what's going to happen in season two, right? Okay, so we open up with chapter one, uh, The Mandalorian, <clears throat> titled rightfully so. Uh, so the show starts five years after the return of the Jedi. So obviously we've had three other uh, Star Wars movies since the return of the Jedi um, being... Uh, the Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi, and then the newest one, Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. So, yeah, so we're only five years after Return of the Jedi and all the events that took place in there. Um, so this is where we're introduced to the Mandalorian or Mando for short, as fans know. Uh, he comes from a race of warriors that have often been enemies of the Jedi. So we all kind of. Relate that to uh, Boba Fett, right? Uh, so Mando takes a bounty hunting job from a small remnant of the Galactic Empire hiding out on Navarro. So this is called the uh, the Bounty Hunters Guild uh, that's hiding out on Navarro. So a high-up Imperial known as the Client won't tell Mando much about the target, only its age and location. And he doesn't give him a puck. Obviously, he asked for the puck, right? And he just gives him this tracking beacon. So, after being introduced to the other Mandalorians, including the badass armorer, uh, Mando takes his ship, the Razor Crest, and arrives to Arvala 7. He meets an Ugnaught named Quill, who serves as his guide and teaches him to ride a Blurg. 
now, obviously, the uh, the hilarious scene of him trying to ride the Blurg and uh, Quill kind of giving him the inspiration, like, you're a Mandalorian, they rode these things across vast plains, surely you can ride a Blurg. And he's like, what? And, and uh, Quill's just like, I have spoken. So, later, later on in episode one, uh, Mando teams up with a bounty, uh, bounty droid named, or not named, but a IG-11 unit, uh, and takes out a group of guards before entering a building and discovering the target. So we have this big Western-like shootout scene where, you know, the IG-11 unit tries to go into uh, self-destruct mode multiple times, and Mando's kind of like, no, not yet. I still need you. So... So they take down the guards, they enter the building, and to his surprise, and the delight of the audience worldwide, uh, he finds that the 50-year-old target is merely a baby of the same species as Jedi Master Yoda, hence the name Baby Yoda. So the IG-11 wants to carry out the task and kill the baby, but Mando saves it by shooting the droid right away. We know there's going to be a special connection between the warrior and the child. Still, Mando prepares to take the child to the client. So, we know that uh, while on his way back, uh, Mando's kind of healing up and Baby Yoda tries to heal him with the force. But he keeps getting out and Mando keeps putting him back in and he gets out and Mando puts him back in again uh, until finally they arrive on the ship. Now, this is where we begin chapter two. So chapter two is entitled, The Child. So now we have officially crossed from the Mandalorian to now the Baby Yoda show. So Mando and the child are on their way back to the ship, but Jawas have cannibalized Mando's ship uh, for parts. Quill helps them once again and initiates a trade with the Jawas. So, uh, to get his parts back, Mando must retrieve the egg of a mudhorn. And a pretty intimidating space rhino, if I must say so myself. Uh, Mando is almost killed in the fight with the creature, but then the big moment, Baby Yoda uses the force to save him. At this point, many fans realize they weren't in for quite a ride with the series. Um, and that, that was the kind of the high point. They get the egg. Uh, he brings it back to the Jawas. The Jawas give him all of his parts back. And then he goes, uh, with Quill to fix his ship. And he's like, what well, this is going to take months. And Quill's like, well, if you help me, it'll go faster. <laughs> I have spoken. Uh, and then transition and we move into chapter three, which you would think would probably be the climax of the show. But it's not. Like, it's like that pre-climax, I guess. So, chapter 3 is called The Sin. Uh, Mando takes the child to the Imperial hideout. Uh, he, reaves, he receives Beskar steel as payment. And the armor uses it to make himself a set of new armor. This is the way. As she forges it, we see flashbacks of Mando as a child. We see that... Uh, 
separatist droids uh, decimated his village, hence his intense hatred for the mechanical beings. Um, later on, Mando decides to go back to the Imperial hideout and rescue the child, busting in wiping out a group of stormtroopers. Unfortunately, the rest of the bounty hunters guild is sent after him to retrieve the child. He is almost defeated before his clan comes out of hiding and they start fighting because, you know, gotta stick together. And then his buddy is like, this is the way. so yeah. So they give him a chance to escape to a ship. He escapes to a ship. Uh, once there, he has a confrontation with Grief Karga, Mando's bounty, uh, Mando's bounty agent, I guess you could call him. Uh, outside of his clan, Karga was the closest thing Mando had to a friend. So it's an interesting moment when Mando nearly kills him to get away. As he leaves the planet, Mando is now the most wanted man in the Outer Rim. So now he's got uh, possession of Baby Yoda, and you know he's safe, thankfully. Um, which brings us to Chapter 4, uh, which is entitled Sanctuary. Uh, Mando and the child arrive on a planet called Sorgon. Uh, they meet a formal rebel shock trooper named Cara Dune. She and Mando get, in, uh, get to know each other, and by know each other, they mean get into a fight until they're like, okay, well, we're kind of equal, so I guess we'll just call it mutual. Leading to a cool friendship that develops further into uh, further in later episodes. So, a little background on Cara Dune. She is from the planet of Alderaan, which is obviously the planet that Leia, uh, Leia Organa is from. You can call her Leia Organa. Princess Leia, General Leia, whichever you want to call her, it's all the same. Uh, so, being from there, uh, obviously she holds the weight of Alderaan getting blown up. Now remember, this show takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Alderaan was blown up in A New Hope. So, a couple few years. So roughly at this point... Uh, her and Leia should be like the same age, I guess. Um, so the two of them train a group of farmers on the planet to fight off against a group of Clatonians uh, that have been terrorizing them. These villains even have an Imperial Walker and ATST. Uh, with the enemies defeated, Mando decides to leave Baby Yoda in the care of the farmers, but his plan is ruined when a bounty hunter tries to kill the child. Thankfully, Kara kills him before he can take the shot. Mando and the baby flee the planet before more hunters can arrive. So, obviously, this is a uh, that that's the same episode where uh, the farmer asked uh, Mando if anybody had ever seen him out of his helmet, and if so, how long had it been? And he said that he was probably the kid's age, saying that he has been dedicated to way. wearing this helmet um so yeah uh so we we run into chapter five which is entitled the gunslinger uh so after a space flight with another hunter uh mando and the baby arrive on tatooine so obviously tatooine is kind of where the whole franchise started with uh 
you know, Ben Solo, or not Ben Solo, but uh, Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker meeting Han Solo in, tat- in a bar in Tatooine. Uh, we're introduced to a young bounty hunter named Toro uh, Calican. Uh, Mando needs money for a mechanic named Pelimoto to repair her, his ship, so he agrees to help Toro hunt down an assassin, Fennec Shand. Mando leaves the baby leaves Baby Yoda with Moto. The seasoned bounty hunter goes with uh with the novice to find Fennec. After they capture her, Mando goes to retrieve transportation for all three of them. Fennec tries to save herself by telling Toro about the bounty out for Mando, but the greedy young bounty hunter just kills her and heads off. Right? Uh, on the remaining speeder bike, uh, going back to the, the hangar and waiting for his new target, Mando, which obviously he is no match for. Toro holds Baby Yoda hostage, but Mando kills him with the help of Moto after they leave the planet. There's a quick shot of someone bending down in the desert and looking at Fennec's body in the desert. Who could this be? Some fans think they know, but more on that later. Which kind of rolls us right into chapter 6, which is entitled The Prisoner. Uh, In this episode, Mando, uh, not Mando, Mando seeks a job from a former associate, Ran. Mando agrees to help Ran's team retrieve a prisoner from the Republic jail ship. What follows in, uh, what follows is a half hour of stealth and conflict. So literally, we get the Space Batman episode. Uh, none of the criminal crew members uh, like the Mandalorian. The droid of the team, Zero, stays behind on the ship with Baby Yoda as the rest board the jail cruiser. When Zero learns the child's value, he tries to hunt it down as it hides from him. Meanwhile, the rest of the crew betray Mando on the prison ship. They lock him in a cell, but the tables are turned when he escapes and goes Batman on them. Uh, So he goes like real god mode on them. He hunts them down one by one, sparing their lives and locking them back up. Uh, It's a tense sequence, and the justice of it is super satisfying. It even gets better when Mando saves a child and then single-handedly delivers the prisoner to Rand's ship. And just like that, no questions asked. As the Mandalorian leaves, Rand and the prisoner prepare to shoot down his craft, but just at the right moment, Republic X-Wings destroy Rand's ship. When they notice its aggressive action, justice is oh so sweet. This is the way. Probably one of the, the better episodes, I would think. I think, at least, as, uh, as far as action-packed uh, through, the, through the whole series. Um, but then we kind of roll right into chapter seven, which is entitled the reckoning and rightfully so. So Mando, I did it again, Mando and grief Karga, uh, bury the hatchet. They team up with Quill and Cara Dune in order to save Navarro's bounty hunter town. So the droid Mando shot in the, in episode one, the IG 11 unit. Uh, also joins them, having be ro- being ro- reprogrammed by Quill as a nurse for the baby. On their journey, a fight uh, with the Minox leaves Karga injured. 
Baby Yoda leave, uh, heals him and Karga decides to truly help Mando. Help Mando. Man, I'm just... I'm on it today, guys. You know? Uh, rather than betray him. So, kind of a turning point for... Uh, for Greek Karga, um, seeing this this uh, this force in action, uh, the group meets the client and pretends to offer up the child, who is really being taken to Mondo ship by Quill. Uh, but the building gets shot up by a group of soldiers led by Moff Gideon, the client's boss. So Gideon is obviously vicious, uh, and he will likely prove to be extremely interesting in season two. So the client is killed along with stormtroopers, ending the episode on a cliffhanger. Uh, the heroes are at a standoff with Gideon while Quill has been killed and the child has been taken. Um, very sad moment uh, when Quill goes down. It was just, it was, it was tough. I mean, even through, you know, just seven episodes, not even six episodes. No, seven. Um, episodes, I mean, it's just, you build a relationship with them. Okay. So, then we kind of pick up in, uh, chapter 8 with redemption. So, the two scout troopers that have killed Quill, they now have the child in the sack. They're just making small talk, hitting poor baby Yoda when, uh, he makes noise. The scene is filled with humor. Such as when the troopers shoot at a can, proving once again that Imperial soldiers have terrible aim. Uh, before they can take the, co uh, the child to Gideon, the IG-11 unit shows up and easily defeats them. This is the way. And then we just move back to the standoff with Gideon. Uh, Gideon promises to kill Mando and his friends if they don't help him get the child. The villain also reveals that he knows each of their backgrounds, including Mando's real name Din Djarin Mando then explains his past to his friends and we go through the whole uh, flashback again we learn that a group of Clone War era Mandalorians called Death Watch saved him from the separatist separatist droids as a child uh, IG arrives just in time and kills off the troopers then after an intense fight the good guys are all back to square one Mando has been gravely injured by Gideon. We see Mando's face for the first time when the IG-11 uh, unit removes his helmet to treat his wound. Uh, the heroes head underground to escape Gideon and the surviving troopers. They uh, go go to the lair of the Mandalorian clan, discovering that most of them have been wiped out. The armorer survived because why not? I mean, she's the armorer. Uh, upon seeing Baby Yoda and hearing of his force power, she tells Mando that she knows a group of extinct warriors who have had similar abilities. Hmm. The Jedi. Uh, the armorer also tells Mando that he has to take the foundling, Baby Yoda, to his own kind. She gives Mando a jetpack. Awesome. And the team moves on. So the heroes then travel on a boat uh, of molten rock, down a river of molten rock. Driving, driving the boat is an R2 unit, but heavily modified to appear humanoid. It looks awesome, and the fact is, uh, the fact that it ferries them across the lava adds a flavor of mythological significance to an already epic episode. 
So stormtroopers await uh, at the end of the tunnel. The heroes are trapped. But IG-11, here he comes. <sighs> Sacrificing, finally getting to use his self-destruct mode. Uh, blowing them all up. Uh, and then here comes Moff Gideon. Uh, hello. Uh, and a TIE fighter shooting at them. So Mando uses his jetpack to fly up to the fighter. Bringing it down by placing a grenade on it. Uh, the day is one for the good guys. Mando decides to head back into space with the child. But his journey is far from over. So and then the uh, episode ends with Moff Gideon coming out yes i said coming out of the tie fighter that exploded rolled on the ground and then blew up some more and then all of a sudden a flash of shimmering black crystal bursts its way through the ship hole gideon emerges and we see the weapon he used to free himself a dark saber an ancient weapon forged by the by a mandalorian jedi it was wielded by uh death watch leader uh, Pre Vizsla, a Sith Lord, Darth Maul, and the Clone War series. So, hello. So now we have lightsabers and dark sabers. Uh, so the uh, the weapon forged by a Mandalorian Jedi uh, is wielded by a Mandalorian, which is probably how Moff Gideon got it because he killed off a bunch of Mandalorians. And it's just so intense, guys. Um, so we got season two coming up on Friday. Uh, what can we expect for season two? I mean, where are they going to go? Who are they going to meet up with? Uh, what's going to happen with Moff Gideon? Because he's kind of traveling undetected uh, as they're as they're trying to uh, prepare. I mean, how do you prepare for somebody who uh, is traveling unseen basically um but yeah so let me know what you guys think about season two uh i'll do a uh a review or a recap on uh, episode one of season two um after it comes out on friday uh, i look forward to talking to you guys if you have any suggestions whatsoever please let me know um i'm here all week literally here all week um and would love to hear from you guys but until then, this has been Let's Get Random, uh, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.